The Lower Herbert Water Quality Program aims to improve the quality of water flowing from the Herbert River catchment to the Great Barrier Reef Lagoon, while improving productivity and profitability of the Herbert sugar industry at the same time. A total of $16.2 million has been allocated to the program under the Reef Trust Partnership, a partnership between the Australian Government and the Great Barrier Reef Foundation. Approximately $13.5 million is currently allocated to six on-ground projects, which are being delivered by various delivery partners in the Herbert River catchment. In this Meet the Growers podcast series, you'll hear from growers in the Herbert region, their involvement in the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program, and how they manage practice changes on their farm for a more sustainable and profitable future. Hi, I'm Mario Dabala. I'm a um, third-generation cane farmer from Macmaid area. My grandfather came over from Sicily at 13 and started working in the cane fields and um, my dad actually started when he was 15 and I started on the farm at 21. So now I've been working on the farm for 32 years helping out. Mario, what's the most rewarding thing of being a cane grower and also being in the industry? I think it's a thing of achievement, a great achievement. Um, Like, you know, working ground, planting cleaning cane and seeing it um, grow and um, fertilise and look after it. I love tractors, I love farming and yeah. What are the challenges you have faced or are currently facing in farming? Oh, the biggest one has to be the weather, obviously. The weather the last few years, you know, it's either too dry or too wet. Um, you know, can't get the crop off. So that, that is a big challenge for us at the moment. Disease is another one, um, getting into the cane and, and lowering our um, crop. Input costs, I suppose, price of fertiliser, mm. chemicals. Um, another big one is labour, getting men to, to help out and work in the industry um, is a big challenge lately. You mentioned there the costs of fertiliser. Can you give our listeners just an idea what sort of costs are involved in purchasing fertiliser and um, I, I guess by the tonne? Yeah, by the tonne, yeah. Obviously, I think the price from um, last year, it, it rose by probably at least 40%. Um, on the previous years, um, so that that is a big jump for us to, yeah. to cop, obviously. And then, so you mentioned also the workforce and getting people to relocate from maybe other regional areas to work for you. Yeah, that that is the case. Yeah, because it's only seasonal work. Sometimes when we're planting, we need extra hands, um, extra people to try and get those people to come and do those few um, few weeks or months of work and like you said to relocate to the to the district. Let's talk about the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program. What made you become involved in the program and how did you hear about it? To be honest, to be involved with the Water Quality Program, my father was uh, has been involved in water quality for some time. Um, he's been doing a lot of water testing and that over the past years. Um, we've actually got a wetland built down at, near one of our farms at McNaid. Um, we've also got um, retention ponds. Um, and we've got a lot of trees planted along the um, creek banks and that. Now, you were involved in the Major Grants project with Cane Growers Herbert River. Can you tell us what equipment you were able to obtain from that? They helped me purchase the um, variable rate fertiliser application for my fertiliser box to improve how much fertiliser I'm actually applying, just so I can keep a better eye on it with um, variable rate, um, so I'm not um, wasting it and putting the amount needed, the the exact amount needed. What would, in your opinion, be the most beneficial next investment for our region if other funding, like the Major Grants Project, was available to our region? Maybe maybe the NNP budget side of things. Some of us have got some small grants, but um, they run out. But 
just to do a budget, it, um, there's some cost involved, and um, maybe and to help other people out, maybe to get some grants for, for those type of people, so they so everyone can get a budget and that done to try and cut the cost. Also, with reef credits and carbon credits, maybe um, if we could get a grant to someone to look into us or to apply for us to to get some um, credits for our green renewable biomass from our crops. Um, would be would be a great way to get started. What advice would you have to other growers in the industry? Oh, just get involved. Get involved with all the um, organisations. There's a lot of people out there um, with a lot of information that can help you and advise you on what your farming needs and practices. Would you say that the process for you has been a lot easier? Oh, definitely, yeah. So it's made a lot easier, you know, with all the help that's out there. And I would recommend it to anybody, yeah, definitely. Now, you've got the farm, but you also have other work as well. How do you juggle your two commitments? Yeah, it's just timing, I suppose. Obviously, the farm, you know, needs needs things done at certain times. So timing of the farm is very important. And then, obviously, the harvester. I don't drive the harvester anymore. I have um, someone driving it for me, so it makes it a bit easier. Yeah, it's doable. <laughs> Listen to more podcasts like this one at herbertrivercanegrowers.com.au and learn about other topics of interest to Herbert Growers.